Hey, how's it going, everyone? This is Leland Baptist, and you're listening to Commercial Finance for Lee Chandler. So, one thing that I, addition I want to add, okay? So, first and foremost, we all know about to- uh, say Toy Story. We all know about Toys R Us. All right. So, we know that Toys R Us has filed bankruptcy, all that stuff. Here's the deal, though. There's something else that we all should be aware of and learn from Toys R Us. Now, were you aware, or do you know, or anything about the loans on some of these commercial buildings? I want you to think about this. And this is kind of a a very, very uh, eye-in-the-sky view of commercial real estate, okay? I'm going to give you guys a quick overview, bird's-eye view of, of what to think when we talk about commercial real estate. So, the way commercial real estate works, or the reason that investors prefer commercial real estate so much, is because it has what they call diversity. It allows them to diversify uh, or mitigate the risk, Okay? So, in other words, where a single-family resident or a single-family home, SFR, as an investment property, has one tenant, and you, as the investor, are solely dependent on that one tenant paying the rent, okay? So, that one tenant is meant to compensate all the additional bills associated with the house. So, um... Of course, most tenants pay their own utilities for homes, but you may have to deal with, let's say, a mortgage. Uh, You may have taxes to deal with and possibly insurance. Actually, you should have insurance no matter what. But let's say you have those three things that you, as as an astute investor, should be dealing with, okay? So, if you as the investor, you have three things you have to pay for without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, you have to pay for your mortgage. You have to pay for your taxes. You have to pay for your insurance. All right. We're not including other things like property managers and so forth. So if you have to pay for these three things, no matter what, but you are, are, you are solely dependent on the income of one tenant. If that one tenant is late, uh, then that will affect that quote unquote cash flow or lack of cash flow, right? Well, with commercial real estate, you're going to have some of the same factors as far as who you're going to have to pay or accounts payable. But the primary difference here is that you should have more than one tenant. That's how you are uh, diverting that of your primary primary risk of depending on one person. So if that is the case, what can we learn from this uh, tragedy for Toys R Us, you can learn this, that in the early 2000s, there was a large amount of loans written that were actually commercial loans, okay? And a lot of these loans were written by some of the bigger guys, bigger players like Lehman Brothers and so forth, uh, and and they were written on commercial real estate, all right? So commercial real estate, we got that, Uh, a lot of loans, okay, cool. So what's the big deal? The big deal is this. Most most commercial real estate uh, investors have what's called an anchor tenant, okay? An anchor tenant. Here's an example of that. 
Um, oftentimes, if you saw maybe an H.H. Gregg, a Toys R Us, uh, you may see a Starbucks. Starbucks does this very, very frequently, where uh, Starbucks rarely is the single tenant for a building. As a matter of fact, oftentimes what happens is that Starbucks is one of four or one of five or one of six tenants um, in a building. So you may go to a shopping center and it's uh, it's the retail model. So it's, it's probably only four or five shops there. And you'll notice that one, one at the very end that has access to a drive-through is that of Starbucks. And then you'll also notice that, you know, maybe there's an AT&T there, maybe there's a pizza shop there, or pizza franchise. Um, you know, uh, you may have some other shops there as well, okay? Now, the, the way, the, the standard formula for this is that your anchor store, which is going to be your biggest brand store, your anchor store normally pays the most and that anchor store is actually going to cover majority of your bills. Now, depending on how your lease is set up, whether it's a triple net or double net, or et cetera, et cetera, and we can get in that in, in different episodes. But as a quick overview, that Starbucks is going to pay the majority of your bills. All right? And the majority of your bills are being paid by Starbucks. And then, uh, so let's say that Starbucks you're charging Starbucks enough enough rent so that they pay your mortgage and that of your taxes. And then maybe the AT&T store or the T-Mobile store uh, that's also a tenant of yours in the same building, maybe they only pay that of uh, your insurance, okay? And then the other two stores, whether it's a pizza, pizza franchise or, or whatever else, those two are, are, are just giving you pure, pure profit, okay? That's how most are set up for commercial real estate. That's how it works. Now, what if you had a shopping center and your anchor store was that of Toys R Us? You catch my drift now? Your anchor store is Toys R Us and they're paying most likely your mortgage and your taxes, okay? Now, here's what happens on, on this occasion. When Toys R Us goes out of business, which they have, and you're not able to collect uh, any, more, uh, any more revenue from Toys R Us, what do you do now, right? Because what happens now is that the other two stores, you already have, you already have your AT&T store that is committed to paying that of, of your insurance, and then the other two stores, which are normally your profit, you have to somehow try to make that uh, make up the difference. But oftentimes, your anchor store covers 60, 70, sometimes 80% of your cost. Okay? So now you have to, you're not working from an 80% deficit. What do you do if you're the, if you're the uh, commercial investor or you're the, the, the RIA group, or not RIA group, but you're the RIT, the Real Estate Investment? investing trust that owns that asset. What do you do? Well, what most RITs do is that they end up having to pay that mortgage out of pocket or they end up uh, having to pay that mortgage by uh, using the cash flow of other properties. Some RITs that are not as vast 
they actually allow that property to just go ahead and go into foreclosure. Now, majority rich or investors or mom and pop investors who own shopping centers, they end up having that property go into foreclosure, not because they want to. They end up having that property go into foreclosure because they cannot find anyone else that can meet that same makeup of a Toys R Us to, to become a tenant. All right. And we've all seen it happen where you are, you know, where you are working somewhere or you're living somewhere and in your neighborhood, there is a business that goes out, that goes, there's, there's a company that goes out of business that is a retail group. And that retail group is then all of a sudden replaced with a business that looks very, very similar. Okay. We all, we, we've all seen that happen before. Well, I can tell you this right now. There aren't a lot of companies out now, especially a lot of retail companies, that can fit the shoes of a Toys R Us. All those buildings that they have, the way they're cut up, uh, they're built out, um, it's, it's, it's near impossible to find another uh, retail group that's going to meet the, 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 uh, the matchup or the chemical makeup of a Toys R Us to fit those shoes. So that means that you're going to, you're going to, the areas that Toys R Us has gone on a business, which is all the areas, uh, you're going to notice that the branding will, will remain. You're going to notice uh, that they're going to be vacant for quite some time. And what will happen will, will be a slow death to not just that property, but to whatever shopping center that they are a part of. And what that means for our clients and other astute investors is that this is a great opportunity to build up your reserves, to actually go after and acquire much of this commercial real estate that will be either foreclosed on or uh, in lieu of foreclosure. It's a great time to snatch up these properties at a discounted rate because I guarantee you this, Company, companies will continue to go out of business because of not just competing with online sales, but also that of the leases. And what will happen is that majority of, of these properties will wind up vacant and the, and the banks will be seeking someone or individuals with, with experience and that of assets to take over these properties. Because for the bank, it's better for them to sell these properties at a, at, at a steep discount instead of being responsible for the operation of these vacant buildings. Okay? So, hey, I hope you guys have enjoyed that tip. Uh, if you have any questions, reach out to us. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Peace.